When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I did hang out on a swanky uh, oh, no, hotel rooftop last. It's another night. Wednesday for you, bro. <laughs> it's go to country clubs. No, I hang just out at another fancy Wednesday. Bars. It's just you know, it's what I do. I felt like I was in uh, like yep. my own little TV show yesterday. Hey, where's the shrimp? <laughs> oh, they had this cheese platter last night, Al. Sure, they did. My goodness, this crunchy bread. Yep. With it was it was it's a pretty nice little night. Listen, I think you and Burr got a fantastic <laughs> future together. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We it's, it, our anniversary is coming up, which yep. I keep forgetting about, which I think is good. Right, because it's not like we're in prison marking little X's on the True. wall of every day that goes by. It's like, oh my gosh, I've only done a year with this guy. It's like it feels good. Do you have it's a countdown like to when your contract expires? <laughs> no, it's three hundred and twenty. One hundred and sixty-seven days away. No, no, a little bit more time. We're in the we're in the mid three hundreds. I think point. you and Berg. Would kill I don't it. know. I, th- I think we might kill each other over the Dodgers. You know, we, that we both we both have a, a passion about the Dodgers that may, uh, it may it may be one of those relationships that burns a little too hot. I think that you and I have a good a nice little yin and yang. Slow balance about you know you're about the Lakers and and I'm about the Dodgers and the Rams and it just it kind of all comes together in a way. And this is kind of why I'm a little bit worried about you today. Yep. I'm not going to lie, it didn't go well last night. <laughs> While we were on the rooftop drinking cocktails and having cheese, yeah. you were watching what, as far as I can tell, the Laker universe quit last night. The, the entire, whether it was James Worthy on TV or yeah. you or any, everybody just went, ah, bleep this. This is this is a bunch of horse you know what, I'm out. You know I don't funny? know why it happened last night, but it did. Okay, so yesterday you had the actual game that happens. We went long yesterday, too. We probably went an hour and 15 minutes. I think Spectrum had been done for a while, and we're still going. I'm like, let's take another call. <laughs> Funch is like, can we go home? Um, you had that portion. Do some stuff after as well. Kind of get an entire night to think about it. And I, I think we're going to have an interesting show today because you got the trade deadline coming up at noon. You got a Lakers can team. Can I just tell you a quick little secret? Yeah, yeah. I really want James Harden to get traded today because the Laker thing is a pile of ashes. I want the I want the Nets to be a pile of ashes too. If we can't have nice things, they can't have nice. They were things. just they were just reporting what that this morning that they're still having a conversation. I love the whole oh no 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 let's make it sound like there isn't a conversation, but everybody's just talking in the background. But mm-hmm. anyways, that's another thing. I think it'll be an interesting show because the Lakers lost. Let, let me list out a couple of the losses so far this year. Sure, Indiana Pacers. Yes. Two against the Thunder. Sacramento Kings, two of them Twice. against the Sacramento Kings. Minnesota at one point, but now you can't even talk about the Timberwolves because they're three games above 500, so you like give but, them a little bit of... But not only two losses to Minnesota, two blowouts. Two blowout they losses to the Timberwolves. hammered twice. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, and I'm sure there's plenty of more or plenty more losses that the Lakers had where you just kind of sit back and say, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. So I think it's fair to say, well, why would yesterday be that much different than some of those other losses that they had. Yesterday felt different. I mean, it, it felt different for me. Um, I think part of the reason was the last three days, the only times we've mentioned the Portland Trailblazers, okay? 
And I'm not kidding when I tell you this. There were points in the broadcast John would say a name, and I'm like, I, I don't know who that name is. I'm not sure who that player is. Maybe I'm not doing my job properly. You're unprepared. Maybe I'm unprepared, but I'm like, I, I'm not sure who that guy is that John I, Ireland is talking about. I'm very and, happy to hear you say that because when I was driving back from my swanky rooftop bar uh, meet and greet last night, I flipped on the game. And, yep. and I'm listening to the game, and there were some names coming out of Ireland's mouth. I'm like, well, that's not a real guy. I've never heard of that guy. Who does he play for? There's no way there's a guy named Simons in the NBA. Oh, no, I think he means Simmons, and they're talking about potential trades. He can't be a real person. I'm glad to hear that I wasn't the, the only one that didn't know who these guys were. So Simons, actually, <laughs> that dude's going to be a baller. That that guy, you know, that, more familiar with him. But there's other names, dudes coming out of the G League. They tra- the, the, the last couple of days. James Worthy called him a YMCA team last night. He's probably not wrong. <laughs> Three dudes they traded from the starting lineup in the last couple of days. You know, you know, this kind of shows how bad the Portland Trailblazers don't want to win. They were in the playing tournament, the tenth seed. They took one of their franchise players, gave it to the team now that's in the tenth seed. Like, think about that. You know, usually you're fighting to. No, 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 no. We are going to give you one of our best players and then help you get to the tenth seed. So then we could go to the eleventh seed. We don't want to be a part of the playing tournament. They trade three guys. Is it any different than some of those other losses? That's what I don't get. This is the only reason why. The only reason why, Trav, is you're in such desperation mode at no, this stage not. of the season. No, they're not. Like in mathematically, they are. Mm-hmm. But there's never been one moment of desperation from that team. Oh no, they, they don't they, play. They desperation. walk out there like it's the second game of the of, of the exhibition season. There's no desperation from those guys. That's a whole they've, different thing. They've laid an egg mm-hmm. from opening night. And they've laid a series of eggs since then. I, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just my natural pessimistic nature. But this team was cooked a month into the season. And, and, and that it's cooked-er now doesn't well, feel well, any different to me. This this was this is not a good team. A week and a half ago, two weeks ago, we were having the conversation together that, hey, if it's AD and LeBron, that conversation was still being had. It was still being had. You're that, right. That if they are in a playoff series, that they would be a tough out. That conversation's over, right? So, you know, the the Milwaukee Bucks, when they're up 30, this is one of the good teams that they've played in the last week and a half or so. And then you play the Blazers, and you still got the Warriors and the Utah Jazz coming up next. I, I You know, I, I know what you're saying. Well, Al, why is yesterday that much different I, than I, some of these I other games? I still don't get it. It was different. Why? It, I felt They've different. They've lost the bad teams all season long. I felt They've different about it. They've been all season long. Listeners that called in yeah, felt I know, different about I, it. I get that I'm the the outlier here. I understand that I'm the one that doesn't get it, but no one's explained it to me why a bad team who lost again to another bad team is, oh, well, now you know now it's over. I think it's also been it's over. A, I think also it's immediate, right? Like it just happened. It's the newest one. I think that probably has something to do with it. So and when they lose by twenty to the Warriors on Saturday, we're going to be like, yeah, no, now it's really over. I no. mean, what are we doing here? No, I don't think that conversation is going to be. I, I think why? Now, What's the difference? They lose more than they win. They had LeBron James and Anthony Davis last night and lost to what James Worthy called a YMCA team. Why? Why is this the difference? It's been like this all season long. Well. I think I, I'm not really sure what we're arguing about here because I think the difference of losing yesterday compared to the other losses is just another loss. But I think the trade deadline coming up at noon, are the Lakers going to do, do anything? Um, okay, let, let me play out the two scenarios that you can do in the next less than two hours now. Right. Two, two scenarios is this. One scenario you could play out is you could say, let's not give up completely. Let's make a trade here and there. 
And if we give up one of our assets, we give up one of our assets. Let's not, you know, completely just throw away the season. And oh, by the way, Trav, if they don't make a move, to have this same team for the final 26 games, this thing's going to tank. It's already tanking. It, but it's going to It's a to great question tank. now. It, it, it's, yeah, keep going. Because I think that that's something we need to get into, that if this is the beginning of the end, Yep. Right. If if last night was the straw that broke the camel's back, the loss that made everybody throw up their hands and go, okay, then what do we say? 26? 26 what, what, what do these next 20? Because we haven't mentioned the fact that Russell Westbrook has a sore back. Air quotes. You know, I'm, I'm basically cutting the air with my hands. Air quotes. Sore back. We haven't even gotten into that. Mm-hmm. But if they're in ninth place, which they are, closer to 10th than they are to any place Seventh. out of the play-in game, yeah, right? Yeah. then what does the last month and change of this season look like? I don't have the answer to that. But if it's the same exact squad, nothing's going to obviously change. Even if they go make a move, hypothetically, if they went out and made a move, nothing's if, if they had got a Cam Reddish or like think of names that, that have been rumored around the Lakers, mm-hmm. um, nothing's going to change from that perspective. But if they don't make a move, the only thing that they're doing is saying, we're going to try to go all in again in the summer. We don't want to give up any assets. But it's it's clear as the days have gone by that this thing is a complete wash. And why give up any assets if you already know that it's not going to really make the difference of you winning or not? ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Today is another day for you to qualify for a chance to go to the big game. 710 has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour for our Super Sounder. And when you hear it, caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN. And you will qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game. The 710 Super Ticket Giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. That's not it, Al. We're also going to send people to a party today. You ready? Which party? How about this? The NFL Alumni Legends Party, hosted by none other than Gronk. Rob Gronkowski is hosting. Sounds like a good party. the Avalon Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It is tomorrow night. Performances by Flo Rida, DJ Kim Lee, Mm -hmm. an open bar. Let me say that again. There is an open bar at this party. I'd rather you say Flo Rida again. (laughs) Flo Rida. Big fan. Big fan. And appearances from NFL Legends. Uh, We'll let you know when you win or you get a chance to to win those tickets. 877-710-ESPN. NFL Alumni Legends. How are we doing that? Are you picking? I'll come pick you up and then we'll go to Hollywood. Okay, how how long would we have to be there, and how many cocktails deep would we have to be before we're like, you know what, we belong here. This is a party with NFL legends and yep. Flo Rida, you know, I, and Trav and Slee. Like, let's go. They're here to see us, too. Mm-hmm. I think uh, 15 minutes in, they'd probably say, um, hey, we're getting really low on uh, glasses. Can you go wash a couple glasses in the back there? And I'd say, absolutely, I can. I thought you were going to say getting really low on like cocktail weenies because you need to chill out over there, Travis. You're, <laughs> you're hitting the cocktail weenie uh, chafing dish a little aggressively. All right, you know how you're asking for you want to see a big trade go down? Did you get one? We haven't got one. Okay. But Sam Amick just put out Ben Ben Simmons camp is optimistic that a deal with Brooklyn gets done. So I, I don't think And there's no way he goes to Brooklyn if Harden's not coming back the other way. No, that's that's exactly hundred yeah. percent. So it'd be Harden and uh and Ben Al, Simmons. What, what what happened to the universe? What what happened where Anthony Davis and LeBron James can't beat Portland without any of the guys you've ever heard of Mm -hmm. and the Brooklyn Nets who went out and had Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving and James Harden and both of them at the trade deadline are either blowing it up or can't beat bad teams what what is happening can I tell you something that's funny 
I really think one of the motivating factors for the Lakers to go get Russ in the offseason, go get another big star, is because of Brooklyn. Right? Yeah, like, you've said that from the beginning. And and I, I've always felt like, all right, hey, that's the team we got to go up against, um, and, and they're trying to match star power as best as they can. We might be a couple hours away from that team being – and it. listen, Brooklyn's still going to be good. The question is going to be, is Kyrie going to play in games? When's KD coming back? Um, ben Simmons is not a bad fit for the Brooklyn Nets, but I don't understand why James Harden doesn't say, I'm going to play out this year, try to win a championship. I'm a free agent it's in the summer anyways, Unless and then just, I could go wherever the hell I want. Yeah, I, I, none of that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. None of that makes sense. I know that Kyrie is a um, – What's the word? A colorful personality? That yep. he's somebody that maybe is a, an abrasive personality, according to some. And maybe you're trading, uh, you know, James Harden's just had enough. I can't I can't do this anymore. I don't want to be a part of it. Let me go back with my guy, Daryl Morey. You can take Ben Simmons, who, by the way, hasn't played basketball in nearly a year. That's weird, right? That he hasn't even played. Yeah. All, that, that's just weird. It'll take, I mean, as good of a player as he is, I guess, it's, there's going to be a little bit of a on-ramping process it's that that this is the conversation can we get net sixers so weird in the eastern conference finals it could happen i mean i don't know where the seating is i don't know if they'd be on the same side of the draw but that that matchup would be amazing they make that trade and then simmons has to go to philly uh, four different times or three different times and play in front of that Philly crowd. <laughs> well, in front, oh, and by the way, James Harden going back the other way too, right? I mean, I know that they don't have the same vitriol. But I was just saying, but yeah, I mean, that he's the one a, screaming hey, to leave Brooklyn. Right, you want out of this? Yeah. All right. Okay. So we haven't even talked about uh, Russell Westbrook's bad back and what that means. Does his back hurt the rest of the year if they can't move him? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in the U.S. Call 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369 for New York. Call 1 800 Next Step in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1 800 327 For Iowa, 1 800 Bets Off. For Puerto Rico, 1 800 981 For West Virginia, visit 1 800 Gambler.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Start with a tweet here, Al. This is from our pal Big E. Um, Slee, you being left behind, Trav hits the golf course during the show at the country club, rooftop bars. Does he drink with his pinky out now? So do I have my uh, – am I, am I – fancy tea drinker now or something i don't understand you are you go to uh you have you're in a tea club <laughs> i do like those little sandwiches with the crust cut off they those are good tea clubs nowadays those i'm not are, sure those are pretty but good. it sounded very high end and sounded something that travis might be Look, interested in. I, i'm an, i'm a country club guy i'm a rooftop bar guy i'm a tea club guy are you a cigar uh, lounge guy he pulls uh, okay. up in his silverado to a tea club <laughs> we do it in the back of the bed we get everybody in there. I, I, I put together a little uh, card table, and we go ahead and we, we knock out the tea club. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold on. I got I to gotta paint the picture right here. I want to set this up very quickly. Al just took a peek at his phone. It's the trade deadline is an hour and 44 mm-hmm. minutes away, and you lit up like a kid who just saw a new bike on, on Christmas. 
What do you got? I think that's our breaking news right there. Uh, that's kind of underwhelming, quite frankly. Shams, what if what we do, do it want? twice? Let's do it twice in a row. Do it one more time. How much better the second time? Uh, Sham Sharani is reporting the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers are finalizing a trade, sending James Harden for wow. Ben Him- Ben Simmons, uh, Seth Curry, and draft picks, according to The Athletic and The Stadium. Uh, Trav? Um, yeah, Woj looks like it's happening. Well, the Brooklyn Nets are trading Harden to the Sixers for Simmons, Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. Sources Damn. ESPN. Yeah, I mean and that's Paul Damn. Millsap now too. Yeah, also, Paul, okay, Paul, Paul Millsap, Millsap there as well. Okay, is in there as well. The, I'm assuming it's. The I wouldn't have done it for Paul, Millsap. Paul Millsap. I wouldn't have done it for Millsap. Paul Millsap was a good player in the '70s. He was a very, Paul very Millsap. effective player. <laughs> don't don't joke around. I liked Paul Millsap. Paul yeah, Millsap I did was a too, good player twenty years ago. But Paul Millsap is not that good. Yeah, look, that's huge. That is, I want to say it again. Okay. James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving has been blown up in basically less than a year. Yeah. it did. They didn't even make it a year together. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Lakers are in complete disarray. Complete disarray. Lost to the Blazers yesterday. Half of the guys I didn't know were... How in the world did we get to this? I mean, I get maybe one of those two things happening. Wow. I wouldn't have thought that either one of these teams would be in this position, but Harden back with Daryl Moore. By the way, by the way, we talked about Golden State and Phoenix and, and, and all... Philly, Philly with Embiid and Harden. Okay, that's that's you have my attention. That yep. is a, that could be a very very good team as well. Well, they they also have. I mean, look the the Eastern Conference. I I really do believe this. I I think the Lakers. The when James Harden went to the Brooklyn Nets, the rest of the NBA like was what, what do we do here? We got to do something now. We got to one up it. Like you said, it only lasted less than a year or yeah. one year or whatever it was. Um, the Eastern Conference wide open, wide open. I mean, if you think about it, I think there's four and a half games that separates, or I'm sorry, less than that, that separate the top five teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, now Toronto you got is in six, six and they're four games back. And Brooklyn is sitting, they've lost nine in a row or something they're like that. They're five and a half back. Okay. So you, you have this, and I, standings aren't going to matter, but James Harden within a year decided, I don't want to play with the Brooklyn Nets. I want to leave KD and Kyrie Irving. And he goes back to his old president of basketball operations, uh, who he had, Daryl Morey, with the Houston Rockets. It's a big shift in the NBA. And, and as you know, as we sit here, from a Laker fan perspective, this is almost even a little bit more demoralizing. What's more demoralizing is conversations are going to be had today, trades are going to happen today, teams are going to improve themselves, and the Lakers not only will probably not improve themselves, are sitting four games below 500. Trav, they don't have the assets to do anything. No, they, they don't, they have, don't have the assets to, spend, to do anything. They don't have any picks to spend. They don't have any players that anybody would be dying to pick up at this point that they'd be willing to part with. Breaking news power is powered by Valvoline Instant wow. Oil Change, home of the 15-minute oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons. It, look, whatever happens the rest of the day, nothing's bigger than that. That, that here, no, here, this here, is the big domino. That, that's the big one. Yep. Harden is a mega, 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 mega star. Ben Simmons is kind of a an enigma at what he is in his career because he's a really good player that refuses to play half the game. It's just the, the, the most bizarre thing in the world. And you and I were talking a little bit during the break before it was official that Ben Simmons being asked to just facilitate, you know, get the ball to Kyrie, get the ball to Kevin Durant, to Patty Mills, to, uh, you know, whoever else is out there at any given time. That's great. But 
NBA coaches are really good. If you can't do something at all, they're mm-hmm. pretty good at finding a way to – and we've seen it over and over with Philly in the playoffs that the weak link there is, well, Simmons won't even look at the basket. He won't attack the basket. He can't shoot free throws. They're very good at exploiting that. Well, they they and by the way, I, I hated this whole I'm not going to play in any games. Michael and I would always talk about it in the pregame show. Awful look. And, look. and, you know, in a sense, he's – I don't know if rewarded is the right word because he's probably lost a lot of money this year, but rewarded in the sense that he's going to the Brooklyn Nets. He's going to have a chance to compete with a really, really good team. Um, again, the the deal, the Nets are trading away James Harden, the Sixers, for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. Nets also including Paul Millsap. Um, th- there, was a, there was a tweet, or Woj was on TV saying Lakers – Unlikely, unlikely to trade Russell Westbrook. And I know you yeah, want to make well, a point. Well, it's just okay. I mean, who would want him? Honestly, if we're being I mean, that—that's another category altogether. If if Woj is right, and he usually is, and the Lakers are not going to move Russell Westbrook, and here, here, let's let's go through the timeline of events. Russell Westbrook comes over, and it's not working, and he gets benched a couple of weeks ago against Indiana, and it kind of goes away, and he's back in the lineup. He gets benched against the Knicks. They win the game. He gets benched again the other night against the Bucks. Doesn't play in the fourth quarter. And Russ hits the button. Russ goes with the, well, I've earned the right to play here. I don't have to prove myself to anybody. I tells LeBron and AD that I wish I were out there to help you guys. Yep. Basically saying, I ain't about this. right? I, I'm, I'm not okay with what's going on mm-hmm. right now. And then yesterday, just coincidentally, he has a bad back and misses his first game of the season. The trade deadline is an hour and 38 minutes away. Mm-hmm. If they don't move him, and it doesn't seem like they will, what what do you do for the rest of the season? How do you use him? He's made it very clear, I'm not cool with being used like that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. The Lakers aren't winning with him. They're not winning without him last night. Mm-hmm. What do you do the rest of the way? How do you play your remaining 20-some-odd games with a guy making $45 million who doesn't want to be here, doesn't want to accept the role that you're offering him? Your two other stars can't beat a JV team. What? How do you spend the last two months of the year? See, you know, it's funny. I actually almost feel like this is an easy scenario for the Lakers. You do whatever's in the best interest of the Los Angeles Lakers. And and I think Russ, even at this point, understands whether he agrees with it or not. Chad, they're four games below five hundred. We're two games away. First time all year, by the way. Yep. You're right. And the you magic were sitting number. at the three and we had Portland and you thought, okay, hey, they're get gonna get back to, two. to two. <laughs> They should be most likely six games below five hundred by the time you get to the all star break with twenty four games left to go. You're right. I don't know if I've done my math right, but they would have to go twelve and six in their final nope, that math is not correct. What would they have to go here? No, sixteen and eight. They'd have to go sixteen okay. and eight yeah. in the final twenty four games to be oh, a, two games over five hundred. over five hundred. So something like that. Math was still off. <laughs> 15 and 15 9. 15 and 9. There it is. <laughs> 15 and 9. How many times did you take algebra in high school? <laughs> we could have or, sat here for another 30 <laughs> minutes, and I probably still wouldn't have got it. 15 and 9 in the last 24 games. Six games over 500, which they haven't been all year long, having played 60 games. To be games. 500. Right. So I, I think the piece about Westbrook. What do you West, do? If Westbrook doesn't get traded by the trade deadline, which nobody thinks he's going to, you do whatever you need to do. You you need to you want to try something different and bring him off the bench. Bring him off the bench. You want to not play him Alex, in the fourth he, quarter. Don't play him in the fourth quarter. Whether he said it publicly, he's hinted at it strongly publicly. But maybe he said privately. Listen, I have no interest at all yep. in coming off the bench. I do not want to do that. Now what? Because the fact that he didn't play last night clearly 
there's stuff there there's there's beef there's heart feelings there's the trade deadline at noon the trade deadline that that once that goes by then mm-hmm. it changes it a little bit because i'm sure they you know they're on their phones right now mm-hmm. but let's assume that he doesn't get moved but he's also saying listen i i don't want to do that i don't care if it's in your best interest it's not in mine i'm not doing it i i, I, now I, what? I really feel like it, it doesn't matter what so you he send wants. him home and just say okay no, we'll I, I i don't think he would do that i i really think he Why would he play stick around with the team. You know, we had McMenamin on in the pregame show, and Dave, whether you want to line up all those pieces or not, Dave lined them up. He's like, he hasn't missed a game all year. Right. Trade deadline is tomorrow. Right. Um, he hit the button the night before. He played the night before that this is, you know, this is interesting. You could line all these things up together. Um, what, what, what are you saying? That if he doesn't want to play or he doesn't want to accept that role, what do the Lakers do? I, I, I'll put it to you this way. Keyshawn said something to me that it resonated, and it, once he said it, it made perfect sense. I'd never heard it quite put like this before, but it's it's really sharp. Once a guy says, I don't want to be there, you got to get him out. Yep. There's, there's no benefit in keeping that guy around. If he says, I don't want to be here, yep. that very same day, you need to find a way either to get him on another team or get him out of your building. That it is radioactive at that point. That you just can't do it. And it feels like that's what we're, we're real close to that moment where I can't use you. You don't want to be used in the way that I want to use you. We're at an impasse. Nobody else will make a deal for you. So why don't you go home? We'll work some, we'll, we'll continue to try to find a way to buy out market, whatever it might be. Or there could be this, my back flared up. Yep. My knee hurts. My elbow's not feeling. You know, that's not exclusive to the NBA. Every league does that. Yeah. Guys, you know, they need a couple of weeks Could off. Happen. It that it feels this, likely. This is this is the only thing that I would say. He's got a player option in his final year of his contract that he's going to opt into because it's going to be $47 million. There's probably a little bit just kind of play out the rest of the season, you know, because you're going to – he's not going to be – I don't think anybody thinks he's going to be on the Lakers for next season – I think the question is just going to be, you just play out the final 24 games and you call it a day after that. It's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right, so <laughs> what do you do yeah. if you are where you are right now and you have Russ and you have all of these guys? How do you play these last 27 games? We'll get your thoughts on that. 877-710-ESPN. It's next on Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You ready for this, Lee? How about this number? After all of the Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden together, grand experiment, they played 16 games together. 364 minutes total. Total. 16 games together. How bad must it have been for James Harden to say, I'm out? He, he hadn't even experienced well, That's what was games. confusing to me. What was confusing to me was you're 16 games in. You're still going to be the favorite. You know, with their nine-game losing streak, Vegas still has them, had them at the as the favorites to win the championship. Yeah. 
So I, I thought, hey, take your chance, finish out this season, but uh, ain't happening. That is absolutely nuts. Quick congratulations to James in your neck of the woods, Lee, in Pasadena for winning a chance at the Super Tickets. So good on you, James, and um, good luck. Maybe you'll get to go into – I looked again last night. The tickets for this game were just bananas. <laughs> what just, is it at now? They're just, I mean, they're, they're the cheap ones are four grand, five grand, and for for a seat, it's just it's if you got you got to really want to see the Super Bowl to dig like that. If you if you run a movie studio, if yep. you're one of the the movie executives here in town, cool, not a problem. But if you're a, a, a Alan Sliwa, Travis Rogers, Emily Hebel, Taylor Smith, like that is just so beyond and above. You should put on uh, Craigslist. <laughs> your press pass <laughs> no i look i'm gonna go i'm gonna have and then a great just time. still do the pregame show but do it from home on the comrex <laughs> make six grand a quick 6k why not why not we could we could knock that out for sure espn radio is brought to you by progressive insurance i'm going to assume i misheard you when you told me that anthony davis did not take a shot in the fourth quarter yesterday that's not true because Anthony Davis is one of the best players in the league. Anthony Davis is the future of the Laker franchise playing against a team that James Worthy called a YMCA team. So there's no way that Anthony Davis didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. I misheard you this morning. Oh, uh, no. You did not mishear me. And, you know, this is – and I know right now we're just kind of stuck on the remainder of this season, but that's a whole different conversation. Ooh. That's a whole different conversation. You know, I, I one of the things that I felt like I was most – heated about last night was the last couple of nights for Anthony Davis you got demolished two straight games by Giannis Antetokounmpo that takes it personally against you and mm-hmm. then you go up against the Blazers you have 17 points and I think six rebounds you've taken 20 shots in the last two games I, I, I'm actually for this season it's almost like you know you've kind of come to the realization of like okay this season is this season but then you start thinking about the summer. You start thinking about the future. You start thinking about, it's like, this guy? So AD's all of a sudden, this is going to be the player that is the present and the future. This ain't the AD that a lot of people signed up no, for. It's this not. isn't the AD that that, that was or, in that Orlando or bubble. is it exactly the AD that you signed up? I know that's not what you were hoping for, but did you get exactly what you bought? Which is a guy that, on occasion, is transcendent. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, is inconsistently very inconsistent. Is great. That's very, gonna, very inconsistent. Ryan Windhorse quote there. They, I'm going to continue. They to got the the best version of him when they needed it in mm-hmm. the bubble. And by the way, it's kind of weird that when no one's looking and there's not a lot of energy in the building. Remember, I already talked how weird the bubble was. That oh, it was yeah. like an You're exhibition playing at a convention, center. right? Just a, that that's when he was at his best. I see a but, chandelier in the background and. <laughs> Somebody checking in, you know, somebody with a name tag going to their. Where are the teacups? I'm gonna go teacups. Just the real estate, uh, real estate exhibit. Maybe they got exactly exhibit. what they bought, which a guy that is going to give it to you once in a while. But because look, LeBron James was given a terrible team in Cleveland and made them really, really good yep. and dangerous. Yep. We've seen Steph Curry and Klay Thompson turn the Warriors from a franchise that was kind of not very good into a championship caliber team. We've seen other – James Harden took the Rockets and got them on the verge of winning a championship. Anthony Davis got out of the first round once. Hmm. Okay, I mean, that's, that's what it is. He got mm-hmm. him out of the first round once. Joel Embiid, who is probably going to win the MVP – Jokic, they've taken their teams to the verge of special places. Anthony Davis got out of the first round once. So he kind of is exactly what you went and bought. He he had the best version of himself at the most important time with nobody watching. But when everybody's watching, he's been exactly what he's always been. Didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. 
didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. So when when you ask the question, are you are you sure? Did you go double check those stats. Yes, he didn't take a <laughs> shot in the fourth quarter. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to the Palisades and Bo. Bo, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Bo? Guys, how are you? Um, for, I want to make two quick points. First is uh, I agree with Slee. I've been saying this since August or whenever they picked up Russ. Russ cannot play with those guys. He needs to come off the bench. He needs to be a spark plug off the bench. That's the only way they're going to succeed with him. The second thing, though, is this. We dissect in minute detail everything LeBron and all the other players say at press conference. But did anybody listen to Frank Vogel over the last few weeks, and especially last night? Frank Vogel never takes responsibility for any of this. The best, the greatest, and, and the most secure coaches say, hey, you know what? You know what? I messed up, too. I've never heard that out of Frank's mouth, and I watch him. He just doesn't do it. Appreciate you calling in. Thank, thank you for calling in, Bo. Um, all right, we, we got a couple other things, and we'll, we'll get to as many phone calls. Today's kind of a crazy day, very unique day. I'm going I'm to throw out one other quick little uh, trade that went down, and this is a name. Damn right. One more time, because I think the second time again. How much more juice does it have in the second one? The first one, I'm like, okay, maybe something went down. But the second one, I'm like, this is serious. (laughs) There's something serious going on here. So the Lakers were rumored around Josh Richardson of the Celtics. He's going to the Spurs for Derek White. Oh, thank God. And then there's... Thank God. I can can, can rest my head easy at night now. By by the way, this is the reality, right? That's why you do nothing. They can't do anything. Do nothing. That might be the best solution. Just leave this this thing alone and try again in the summer. I'm going to give you... I'm going to be super positive Travis here for a second, but also realistic Travis, okay? You tried something very bold and very grand. And it didn't and work. And it blew up in your face. It didn't and work. And it didn't work, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, you tried, and I respect the hustle for trying to get it done, for going big, for going all in. But you got bad car. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Go go sleep it off. <laughs> go back up to your room. Go back to the ATM. <laughs> grab another two grand. Sit your new, you know what, at the table and yeah, go no, all in again. Sleep it off. Okay, don't don't go by the bar. Don't go by the you Play the odds. The table. If it was don't red try twice roulette. in a row, it's going to be black the next don't, time. Don't, don't go by and try Kino as you sleep it off with an Eggs Benedict. <laughs> Just go back to the room. It's over. The you know, night's over. You try know, again tomorrow. The people that lose at Vegas and are like, I'm out of here, end up, they, they just can't do it. Then they're at the airport, and they're sitting at the slots at the airport, about to miss their flight, trying to get it all back, and they're just going down even more. So I got a quick, I got a quick airport slot story. By, by the way, Woj, uh, Brooklyn Nets still working to be aggressive in more deal making today, armed with new two new first round picks. So we'll see if they do anything else. So I'm covering a fight in Vegas. <laughs> Wait, did something else completely uninteresting happen? I think, I, I, I think that I think that one was more like no. Sig- that one who who got traded? Who is it? What's the name? Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. That that's the appropriate amount of excitement for a Josh Richardson, like Josh Richardson deal. Fine, you can like him all you want, but that's the hey, you know Josh Richardson got traded. That's the appropriate level of energy for that. I, I like that. Well, I think the last one that they did is because I had a decent point, and they were like, "Bam, get him with another one." Double guns, double guns. So covering a fight in Vegas, I don't remember which fight it is, and this I'm just getting started in my career. I don't, I'm not making any money to speak of, right? I'm still. I might even have been still working part time at Sears on the mm-hmm. weekends. Okay, go to go to cover the fight, and I've got I don't know twenty bucks that I'm willing to spend, and I put it into the video poker machine at the airport. And I get a straight flush. 
okay, which pays like four hundred bucks. It was a it was a real payout. I'm like four hundred dollars to me at the time might have well been forty grand. It was a ton of money, and I'm super stoked. Fly back into Burbank land the plane get off walk to my car and two of my tires had been stolen off my car <laughs> only oh two they gosh. only took the two rear tires off of my car it was up on blocks it was gone so i had to take my 400 dollars and immediately turn That's it in thing? to tires yes took the tires right off my car so there, how is that a thing? Even if you win in Vegas, they're going to get you on the back end by stealing your tires. So I'm sure they have some guy. Hey, that guy right there, that 25 year old guy right there that just won 400, take his tires. Yeah, He's in guys, spot it's 74. Cost us two grand to get out there. Nobody leaves here with our Send money. Send a message. Nobody leaves here with our money. That's the way it goes. All right. Hey, did you see? Unless there was more NBA trade ted, uh, trade deadline talk. We are what hour and twenty minutes hour 20. to go. Uh, Lakers still sitting tight. That's next. Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Taylor, I hate to preempt what I'm assuming would be your first Hey Did You See, but um, there, there's not any Hey Did You See that Marvin Bagley's on his way out of Sacramento is there because that's a thing that's happening today as well. Bro, they're 1-0 since the <laughs> Sabonis trade. Well, problem solved. Start clearing now, space in the rafters need? at uh, Arco Arena. Okay, I, I have a Hey Did You See. Hey Did You See, Greg Bergman just grabbed grab Cheez-Its from the kitchen when yesterday we were telling him don't have the pizza because it was motivating. I saw him eating like carrots and hummus in his office after Jesus the pizza. aren't that bad. But doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? <laughs> have you ever looked at the side of a box of cheeses? It's not that bad though. It's, it's better than a piece, but, a slice of pizza. But think, uh, but think about it. When he is just no, yesterday <laughs> pulling Travis in and having a one-on-one conversation <laughs> about how he wanted to make a good decision, he just casually grabbed the cheeses and just walked into his office. All they are are fried little balls of salt. I'm sure it's fine. I'm pro cheeses. I think it's better oh, no, than cheez-its a cheese. Cheeses are delicious. Slice of pizza. That just, wasn't the question. The question wasn't, are they good? Yeah. They taste great. You usually don't have like a bag of cheeses and say, I'm going to the gym Guys, now. Watching now my I guy have the energy no I need. Hand me that box of fried salt. That's very rarely the secondary move. It's that's just my, a little relapse. That's fine. my first. <laughs> there you go. It happens, right? It's my yeah. first, hey, did you see in the live <laughs> moment. Good, yeah, it? that felt really good. Hijacking my segment. My bad. My bad, Taylor. Okay. Did you see that Americans as a whole typically spend $750 million on their pets for Valentine's Day? Slee, have you ever bought Rookie a gift for any holiday? Uh, wait, how much How much do they spend? $750 million. As a whole. Okay, the the... 
let me say the marketing for pets is a genius industry. Like oh, if, if no you and question. I, if you and I, and I, I get stuck in this, like I'll, I'll be going by Trader Joe's and I'm like, what are these four balls for six bucks? <laughs> of course. I, I don't even know why I'm buying them or, you know, you love these. You go to a coffee shop sometimes they'll have dog treats and it's like, Hey, two for $3. Three bucks. It's my dog. Of course, I'm going to spend some time. I haven't bought anything specific. My girl has. Uh, but we just do things where you just throw some dollars out, and Rookie's like, sounds good. I'll play with this for six minutes, and then I <laughs> then won't look to- at it again. <laughs> I don't. Maybe I, I think this is like a little bit of a therapy session for me all of a sudden because I remember we had a dog as a kid, Murphy. Great dog. Loved Murphy. And I remember, I, was, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, something like that, and made a suggestion to my dad, like, hey, we should get the dog a Christmas present. And my dad looked at me like, what, are you out of your mind? <laughs> We're not doing that. It's the dog. I feed the dog every day. That's the dog's Christmas mm-hmm. present. We're not doing that. And so I think that that may be the genesis of my indifference towards no, animals. There's, there's two worlds, in, at least from what I understand. There are those who will spoil the hell out of their dog. And then there's other people like, it's the look, dog. I'm going to pet you. You're my guy. But I got to move on. You got to go do what you do, and we'll we'll see you in More six hours. It's a business relationship. You're here I, for the kids. I don't know if you all know this about me, but my mom's a veterinarian, so we've always had animals in the house. So every year we all have, we have stockings for all the girls, and then stockings for our animals, whatever animals. How we many have. animals are currently in the home? So currently we have a dog named Penny, and there's a cat named Phoebe. So I'm allergic to cats. I got the cat after I I left the house. But when I was younger, we had a Daegu. Do you know what a Daegu is? No. <laughs> it's like a chinchilla rat mix. Oh, my I goodness. I had it in my room, and we would get uh, Nikki the Daegu uh, some, some, some things for Christmas, too. Oh, so, Christmas. Uh, but a but no, dog and a cat, that's the proper amount. That's fine. That's like the normal amount of animals. Like that. Did you guys afraid. ever picture I, me as a, as a Daegu person? I don't even know that that thing existed <laughs> until you said the word a minute ago. Did yeah. you know what a Daegu is, Al? No, I did not know. It's oh, a ma- rat chinchilla. You know. Can I order you one on eBay? Would you I, like to put that I in don't your wanna, bedroom? I don't want to get one. I think like it should have a brother or sister, so we'll get <laughs> right. two of them. What does it do? Does it just stay in a cage? Do yeah, you, like just, a guinea pig or it something? It rolls around. Like You can cuddle it occasionally. It has like, a long tail like a rat, but it has the body of a chinchilla, and so you, it just kind of rolls around and does what a, a chinchilla <laughs> would do. <laughs> I really wish you could have saw Taylor's face with that. His eyes got real big. When you said rat tail, he went... Whoa, that, that was pretty great. Also, Taylor. update well on Cheez Its. Uh, Bergman has now given me the Cheez Its. So, uh, now yeah, I feel you, bad. you, you, now you, I feel you bullied bad. Bergman. Out of no, I, I 100% feel bad now. But I just remember no, yesterday him, him tough, having a conversation with us, and we gave him what I thought was sound advice. I thought so. Some people would say, "No, go ahead." We're like, "No, don't do it." Tough love. That's part of the. It's part of the process. You got to tell people that you myself. care about the truth. It's what you got to do, Taylor. Next up, did you see that the Shamrock Shake is set to return to McDonald's on the 21st? So what's your take on seasonal fast food? And are they overrated, or are you the first one in line to get a McRib when that comes back? Okay, so I think it depends on what we're talking about. Like, I, as a kid, the Shamrock Shake was, like, a really cool thing, and I loved it when you go to McDonald's and your mom or dad would, would let you get the Shamrock Shake. That yeah. was, like, a nice little treat. And I don't know when it is, but at some point in your life, it goes from being a cool little mint-flavored shake yep. to drinking a glass of toothpaste. I don't know 24. when it happens. 24 <laughs> is it 24? Yep. Yeah, so I, I, the McRibs, or excuse me, the Shamrock Shake specifically, no. 
know pumpkin spice, I know, is a thing we do seasonally. I'm not a huge fan of that. Peppermint but, milkshakes. Nah, yeah, like that. those aren't. But the McRib, I'll carve out a little special exception for that. I wouldn't slap a McRib out of your hand, Al. So Starbucks is doing this, right, all the time. You go in, and I just speak to Starbucks because I'm there all the time. In fact, yesterday I ran into you like, hey, uh, you want to go grab a coffee? I'm like, Al, it's 6 o'clock at night. What are you yep. talking about? I'm like, just getting the day started. You know, you just want to get some <laughs> get some energy here. Um, down at Starbucks, every time they're they're bro, they're pushing, they're pumping, they're you got this, uh, you got this. Uh, um, the menu is constantly changing. Photos, this. I don't fall into any of those traps. I, I, I they don't. Well, do you're it for a black me. coffee guy. Yeah, you're with little almond milk, right? Or is yeah. it oat milk? You almond or oat? Almond. Your almond milk. Oat so- feels a step like higher. <laughs> I don't. You're not bougie. You, you can't go to the oat milk level. You just stay in the almond milk level. No, I, I, look, I'm a traditionalist more often than not. That do, do you guys go Shamrock Shake? Is that something that you're lining up for, Taylor? Not my thing, no. Emily. No, I'm not a shake person in general. I like In and Out shakes, but other than that, I don't really go out of my way for shakes usually. You know why you like In and Out shakes? Because they're made with real ice cream and there's right. chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. It's a pretty, it's a yes, pretty exactly. straight lane. It's a pretty good way to do it. Okay, next. Did you see that there's an 11-year gap in NFL experience between the two starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? Okay, so we've seen a crazier age difference before in Super Bowl quarterbacks. Burrow and Stafford, though, are in opposite places in their careers. So would you rather have success at the beginning or the end of your career? That's a great question. I think I got mine. I Go ahead. I think there's something about – I think Stafford's going to appreciate the moment that he's in more than Burrow because Burrow just – doesn't really have 12, 13 years in the league where it's going to mean something different towards the end of your career. So you probably don't appreciate it as much early on. You appreciate it later in your career, and you could still get to the Super Bowl later in your career. You know that that opportunity doesn't come up often. I, I think Stafford's situation is more unique. I, I think if it's if it's the choice between like Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz, I think that it's a no-brainer that it's Stafford, right? Because he went through 12 years of, of really tough seasons on a very bad team, and hopefully by Sunday night, he's been rewarded with the ultimate prize. That's kind of climbing the mountain, right? And you get to the pinnacle, and that feels great. But if Joe Burrow wins on Sunday, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, yeah, two years in the league, Super Bowl, yeah, give me that. Because at least I got it in my back pocket. I'm not chasing it the rest. And I'm a big believer in success begets more success. So if he does get one, I wouldn't be surprised if it launches him on to being in the mix over and over and over again. If we're talking like I show Jared Goff success, basically maybe not that first year with Jeff Fisher, but all of a sudden he's in the Pro Bowl, he's in the, in the Super Bowl. And it feels like that's probably the zenith of his career. I don't know if he'll get back to that point. I, I, I'm skeptical. As opposed to Matthew Stafford, give me Stafford all day Do long. you know how tough it's going to be to come out of the AFC for the next five, six years? The court, the, Just the quarterbacks alone. That's what like I'm six saying. Six of them. That's what I'm saying. I just kind of think just the AFC. And what if um, – yeah, we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. But just the, the talent at the end – or that quarterback pool in the AFC – Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. I mean, go down the list. Like, how the hell do you get out of the AFC? No, it's absolutely loaded. And who knows no. who ends up in the Raiders or any? I mean, there there are a lot of opportunities. Tennessee, if they get a real quarterback, that's a team all over again. Okay, we are about one hour away from the trade deadline. The Lakers are still sitting tight. We'll take more of your phone calls coming up on that sleep. Plus, talking about. Joe Burrow, talking about Matthew Stafford, the advantages between these two teams as we go into it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 